Good morning, my friends, and welcome to yet another incredible installment of Morning Reload. From high above all other puerile and insipid forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Johnson County, Wyoming. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to the program. It's fair and rodeo time in Johnson County. Of the events that are put on in Buffalo, Wyoming, the Johnson County Fair and Rodeo is the biggest one. Community-wide, that is. There's usually concerts in the park, displays downtown, a big giant parade, and then, of course, all of the events out at the fairgrounds. From the outside, you would say that the Johnson County Fair and Rodeo is a big giant moneymaker, and it ought to be. Certainly, that is true for many businesses around town. Even cowboys have to eat. And let us not forget the nightlife that happens during the fair and rodeo. It's really hard to get into any bar during that week. Not that I do that anymore, that is. And the truth is, if any community in Wyoming needs to make money, throw a rodeo. One of the many benefits of living in Wyoming, for your community, you have a built-in money machine. Or at least that ought to be the case. But as always, the devil is in the details. Shocking though it may be, last year, the Johnson County Fair and Rodeo lost money. That's what I said, my friends. They lost money. I'm not exactly sure how that's even possible, but the people on the fair board were able to pull it off. Perplexing though it may be, it's absolutely true. Now, of course, I'm not talking about all the businesses in town, the restaurants, the retail outlets, the museum even. And certainly, the fact that those people made money is absolutely a good thing. That's one of the benefits of putting on a fair and rodeo. You have to have people to participate in the roping and bronc riding. And those people have to eat and drink and sleep and buy trinkets and gadgets and t-shirts and caps. But it's absolutely almost impossible to lose money. And if you did lose money in the annals of business endeavors, that would be a monumental feat. This would be about as big as Bill Buckner letting a ground ball go through his legs at first base during the World Series. No, no, it would be bigger than that. Honestly, in Wyoming, a rodeo really is an example of if you build it, they will come. And only somebody who is completely incompetent could lose money at that. And yet, in Johnson County, that's happened. And after I pay a few of my bills, you see, I have a business that actually makes money, Uh, I'll tell you all about it. This installment of Morning Reload is brought to you by Morton Buildings. If you're in the market for an outbuilding or a garage or any type of metal structure, then call my buddies Nick and Jesse at Morton Buildings. Their phone number is 307-674-2532, or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. It's hot in Wyoming. I mean, really hot. Yesterday, it was 97 degrees. One of the most important things that you probably don't think of very often is your feet. When it's 97 outside, just imagine how hot your feet get. Well, one way that you can prevent that is to get some socks from the Buffalo Wool Company. They'll keep your feet cool and dry even on the hottest of summer days. Now, to get you a pair, go to their website, thebuffalowoolco.com. Trust me. 
These are the most amazing socks that you're ever going to wear. Now let's get back to the story about the Johnson County Fair and Rodeo. The very first fair and rodeo in Wyoming was not in Douglas, where the state fair and rodeo was held. It was not the Sheridan Wyo Rodeo. It was not the Cody Stampede, as famous as it is. And it wasn't even the big daddy of them all, Cheyenne Frontier Days. The very first fair and rodeo in Wyoming was held in Johnson County. At the time, Bighorn, where they held the first rodeo, was still part of Johnson County, and there really weren't that many rodeo grounds around. In fact, that really wasn't a big thing at the time. So they held the first Johnson County Fair and Rodeo in Bighorn. After that first event, three guys got together in the late 1800s and decided to build a proper rodeo grounds on the site where the Johnson County Fairgrounds is today. They raised $300,000 in private money to do that. Not one red cent of public money was used. To give you some comparison, though not precisely accurate since we didn't start calculating inflation until 1913, but in 1913, $300,000 would be equivalent to $9.2 million in today's money. Holy crap! They did it all privately. You know, the way businesses are supposed to operate without you having to pitch in to cover the tab in normal parlance without taxpayer money. So anyway, fast forward to now, where the Johnson County Fair and Rodeo loses money. According to their 2022 audited financial statements, in fiscal year 2022, the Johnson County Fair and Rodeo spent $100,000 and change, but they only brought in $84,000. That includes all of their sponsorships and advertising and all of that. So in real money, they lost about $16,000. How is that even possible? On any given day, when you go out to the Johnson County Fair and Rodeo, there are thousands of people there. I mean, you can hardly find a parking space. It absolutely gets worse. Just last year, 2022, the Fair and Rodeo Board received around $400,000 in taxpayer money. If losing money on the single biggest event in the county weren't bad enough, the story actually gets a little bit worse. Each and every year, there are around 250 events at the Johnson County Fairgrounds. In fiscal year 2022, those 250 events only generated $54,927 in income. You do the math on that, and it means they only got about 250 bucks per event. If you listen to the fair board, they'll tell you that there are a lot of events that are held throughout the year that they don't charge the participants for. So really, the number per event, the income per event, is actually a little bit higher. But it doesn't really matter. We're only talking hundreds of dollars on a facility that you and I contribute four hundred grand every year to. Now, even if we discount all of the other events during the year, the, one, the auctions and the dances and perhaps a concert or uh, whatever, you name it, if we take all of those out of the equation, it's actually a lot worse because they're losing money at the biggest bash that that board holds every single year. Now, the fun thing about financial statements is it gives you the bigger picture of how an organization operates. The big numbers. It tells the story, so to speak. Before I drop the big number on you, let's just talk a little bit about the condition of the Johnson County Fairgrounds. To put it simply, and perhaps most charitably, 
The fairgrounds is in a state of disrepair. There's one building that's actually in pretty good shape. The rest of them are in need of some major TLC. Take the exhibit hall, for instance. It has a dirt floor. And if you went in there, perhaps last month, you would find ant piles and puddles in the middle of the exhibit hall. You might also find a bush or two growing in the floor. Just last week, I drove by the fairgrounds and noticed a giant lake in the middle of the racetrack. In all fairness, it has been raining a lot, and a lot of us have really had a hard time dealing with all the water. But with the folks that make up the fair board, you would think that they would be pretty adept at handling large quantities of water, irrigation and all. They're all really people that are very experienced in agricultural matters. And yet, Lake Rodeo still exists in the middle of it. Taking all of this into account, it's astounding that they let the condition of the fairgrounds exist in the way that it is while they have $755,000 of your money in reserves. Why does that giant bank account exist if not to fix major problems at the fairgrounds? Why? None of us probably know the answer to that. Maybe they just like to see that big number on a piece of paper while sitting in their fair board meetings. Two weeks ago, fair board member Lacey Schiffer was questioned about why the Johnson County Fairgrounds doesn't make a lot of money. And the only thing that she was really able to do with that question was give a litany of excuses as to why things aren't happening the way that they should. The entire recording is several minutes long, so I prepared a little montage of all of her non-answers for you. Later on this evening, I'll publish the entire exchange for you so you can hear everything in context. But for right now, just listen to this. We don't really have the budget to promote every event. We haven't updated it since COVID because a lot of our events have been canceled. You know, you need additional staff to collect those fees to be at the gate. Um, and that isn't cheap also if you're just charging, you know, a couple bucks. Again, we looked at to have a digital sign out there, but it's very expensive. You would be amazed at how many people come to every fair board meeting and ask for a reduced rate for their event. The only event that the fair board is in charge of is the Johnson County Fair and Rodeo. And we don't want to prohibit it by charging people. And frankly, if you'd like to know why everything is so screwed up out there, listen to that one more time. And we don't want to prohibit it by charging people. Yeah, I know. The truth is that the entire place is not operated like a business. They receive $400,000 of your money every year, and they lose money at the biggest event that they hold all year long. There are only two possible explanations for all of this. The first is that the entire fairgrounds is completely mismanaged. That's absolutely true. And the second one is they're simply just not charging people for the use of our fairgrounds. All the financial stuff that I just told you about aside, the Johnson County Fair and Rodeo is a great event to attend. It's a big boon for Johnson County, and it's a heck of a lot of fun. I would encourage everyone to attend. And after it's concluded, then we can deal with the Fair Board and all of their mismanagement. That'll do it for today's installment of Morning Reload. Have a good week, and we'll talk again on Wednesday. But for now... From the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming, I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics.